Hello, White Rabbit. With whom are you talking today? Today I'm talking again with Jasmine, the team lead of the Toddlers Group at Casa. In the first part of this Toddlers Group Behind the Scenes episode, we cover in detail the facilities and organization of the Toddlers Group, how parents can prepare themselves and their children before they join, and the unconventional way in which they approach potty training. Enjoy! Welcome back, Jasmine. Thank you. After our first fantastic conversation, now I want to go into the practical side of things. So let's recap, let's say the environment, the building, you know, where the building is, how many classrooms there are, the teachers, and then we can go into how parents need to prepare for the first day. Okay, so our building is across the street from the upper elementary. Yeah. And I'm always a little bit ashamed <laughs> when new parents come because the building isn't great. Right. It's not in good shape. It doesn't look pretty at all. Right. I think it, it's made because they, one of the schools around here needed more space. Right. And they used this. Right. It has two floors and one staircase. And then it has a garden. Right. Both floors are separated. So there are two rooms. On the one side, it's the classroom. And on the other side, we have this other room. And we actually call it the other room. Okay. Because we use it for more than one thing. I see. We use it as a, a bedroom. The children will sleep in this room. Okay. But we also use it for music lessons. And oh. then we also use it for activities like climbing. And then there is art, so probably they are... Perhaps... There's no art. No. Oh, no art. There's no art, there's no food, because in the classroom there's a lot of food as well. Oh, I see. And so no art, food... because art is in the classroom as well? Art's in the classroom as well. Okay. Yeah. So sleeping, uh, exercising... Music lessons. Music lessons. And then in this room they can also, uh, for example, make a train track or build with Duplo blocks... Activities that needs a little bit more space uh, where you, you sit on the ground. Right. And in the classroom, we have a lot of tables. So that's also a difference. So I, I will explain a little bit about the groups. We have two toddler groups. Pluto is downstairs and Luna is upstairs. And, and they both have these two rooms, two environments. Right. And then we can have maximum uh, 16 children a day. And if we have 16 children, there need to be three guides. So um, both groups have an AMI guide. And downstairs at Pluto, it's Ellie. And upstairs, it's Sarah. And they have a really big part in the team mm -hmm. because they decide what the environment looks like, mm -hmm. what type of materials we have. Yeah. And they will change it a lot to keep it interesting for the children. I see. How often do you change the materials? Every week they change it a little bit. Oh, right. To keep it interesting for the older children. So if you have a puzzle and the child is really into that puzzle, it, for example, it can make the puzzle five times. Yeah. Well, if you do that a the whole week, <laughs> maybe it's time for a new puzzle. Right. So we have a lot of puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And also they know exactly from the children in which phase they are and, and what they need. And you also have perhaps like um, staff that is 
on a standby in case of covering people for leave? Well, that's me actually. Right now, I'm, I'm, when I'm working on the group, it's to cover someone who's on a holiday or in sickness. Right. And all the guys then are working full time? So I have a few guides that are four whole days. That's full time. Yeah. But then I also have guides who have maybe one half day and two whole days or right. something in between. Like yeah. Okay. And then you said that there is also a garden? Yes. So what do you have there? Uh, we play outside every day. We play outside twice a day. Uh, we have bicycles. Like lope feet. Also, we have the one with the three wheelers. Oh, I see. Tricycles? <laughs> the, the tricycles uh, and then the two wheels. Right. And you have both with and without pedals. Yes. I see. Yes. So you can really see them grow. Uh, sometimes a really small child wants to try the one without the pedals. And then you can see him holding it like... That's already uh, the first step, you know, right. like holding it and then it's more heavy and then it can turn to the left or to the right. Right. So you can really see them grow in, in choosing their bike. Cool. And what else is there in the garden? Do you have like a sandbox or, a, you know, like a something to climb, things like that? Well, I have to say I'm not really proud of the garden. Mm -hmm. Because it is quite small. Yeah. And the challenges aren't that big. Oh, I see. But what is the deal with the toddlers? Something that amazed me when I went to the toddlers myself. Yeah. In a regular childcare, what I experienced is that children get kind of bored inside. And then when you go outside with the children, they will love it. Because... Now they know what to do. They can go to the sandpit, they can go on a bicycle, they can do all these things and they love it. Mm -hmm. And then when I came to the toddlers, it, for me, it felt the other way around. Like, right. Yes, like the children in the classroom, they know exactly what to do. They know the routines, they're concentrated, they're happy, to, they feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go to the garden And then it's like, what do we do? Oh, really? Because it's more free, it's more open, they can have more contact with each other. Right. And then sometimes, like the, the smallest children, they get a little bit lost. Right. So actually, I think the little ones sometimes feel more lost in the garden than in the classroom. Very interesting. So there is more crying <laughs> outside. outside. Than in a normal daycare, in a regular daycare. Interesting. It's so interesting because the children, they are challenged inside. Yeah. With the Montessori materials. Yeah, yeah. And in a normal childcare, the children don't really know what to do a lot of the time. Right. You have a really big box with toys. Yeah. It's, it's, everything is put in one box and it's like you, they give it to the children like that and... You search for something you like. Yeah. And do whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there are no <laughs> and, boundaries. Yes. And now we have this beautiful classroom. Everything has a purpose. There's nothing just because. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is crafted. Everything is there for a reason. And every material is used in a certain way. 
So, so in, in the case of the garden, because we will go to the new building, do you also make a Montessori environment for the garden or for the outside space in toddlers? I, I really hope so. That would be great. Yeah. But I have to say we're not there yet. But it's like something that so it's something that can be done. Like um, you know the the AMI guides in the toddlers group perhaps do have ideas or visions of how how they want to have a sp- an outside space for the kids. Yeah, that's actually the part the, the the thing right now is that we we would like to make the garden nicer. Mm-hmm. But then we know we're gonna leave. Oh you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's a it's a problem of yeah, how much you want to invest yes. how that much will be yes. useful. With, because with a garden, a garden really makes makes time and it needs time. Yes, you yes. you cannot you make a plan for for years yeah. actually with yeah. a garden. So we don't want to waste uh, the money for that. I understand. So do you also bring the kids outside the garden in the in the building? Uh, you know, do you go oh. with the ch- children to the surroundings? Not as much as we would like to. We would like to have um, more walks with the children. But um, we always have new children coming in. Uh-huh. And uh, a lot of those children are non-walkers. Oh, I see. So it depends on the age distribution of the yes, group. Yes, very much. Oh, I see, I see. What we can do with the big child, with the big children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it get dep- it. It depends on, on, the, on the children in the class. Yeah. So I think we've covered now the having a visual idea of the environment. What about me being this new parent with a little toddler and, uh, you know, I'm going to come to the school what do I have to do in preparation for the first day that my kid is going to be in the school? Well, I think it w- it's great if parents know a little bit about Montessori, of course. I see. Uh, so we recommend the book by Simona Davis. She explains uh, a lot about what an environment is like. And this book is meant for parents or for the uh, yes. guys? Yes, it's for meant parents. for parents. Oh, great. There's also material in there, material you can provide yourself at home. Right. And how to present it to your child. Oh, so it kind of helps you also to create a Montessori environment at home? Yes. Oh, that's great. It does. Well, then, you know, you can give me that later and I will put it in the show notes so people can have this material because that would be very helpful. And the children who are coming to the toddlers, it's like two groups. Children who have stayed at home mm-hmm. or children who come from a different childcare. Oh, I see. So there's a really big difference there because the children that already went to a childcare, they learned uh, mommy or daddy is going to bring me and also come back to pick me up. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so when your child is not used to this, it's really hard for a child yeah. because they don't know yet. Yeah. So... If you are able to bring your child someplace to let him spend time with another adult, yeah, 
And then come back for your child. Yeah, like if you have a sister, it's like let uh, the child be with your yes. sister for one day or something. Right. So doing this little practice will help already the child. I think so, because then the child knows you, you will come back. Yeah. And also it will learn to trust other adults beside his parents. Right. Okay. And what is the age ranges for the toddlers? Well, um, children can start at the age of 15 months uh-huh. and they cannot come before. Uh-huh. So yeah. that's why some children are already in different child cares before they come to the toddlers. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, is there a reason? Is, is this part of Montessori philosophy that has to be 15 months? Well, um, uh, in Montessori, you have... Uh, a different group for the for the babies. Oh, I see. Because we only had room for uh, two classrooms, then it had to be the toddlers because oh. you first go to the toddlers before you go to children's house. Oh, I see. Okay. But then we we just really don't have the environment for a baby. Yeah. Okay. And um, the children must be able to to carry things. So we really, really like it when children can already walk. Yeah. Of course, not every child can walk, walk yeah. at 15, with 50 months. Yeah. But we, the, the environment is made for children walking. Oh, I see. Okay. So we can go any lower than we already go yeah. with, the, with the age. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, okay. because then the environment is really not fit for the child yet. Yeah. In the new building, we are going to have a baby group. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. It is. Then a child can come. Whenever the parents need. Yes. And that's going to be so great because then they will start their journey at casa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Until they go to a high school. Right. So, yeah, with Archana, uh, she went over all these uh, clothing and uh, shoes and, you know, spare clothes that the parents need to bring. So is there anything that parents need to bring to the toddlers group? Yes, definitely. Because a really big thing at the toddlers is that we're gonna potty train them. Uh, my colleague Sarah actually calls it potty learning. Because potty. training has kind of a, a bad sound, like training a, a, a dog. dog. <laughs> yeah. And that's not not what we do. Yeah, do you mind to go over that? Because I remember a parent mentioning to me her experience on this. Like, are you crazy? You know, <laughs> a, a child cannot learn to, to go right. to the toilet so young, no? Right. Uh, but it's like, well, look, if you think you can, go ahead. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And, and she was Amazing, right? Amazing. So, so please, can yeah. you elaborate on this potty training magic? Yeah. So the first step is um, a child needs to be able to sit on a potty and uh-huh. stand up. Okay. It, it seems like the smallest detail, but it's very important. Yeah. Of course. And then when a child is able to do that, it also needs to learn to pull the pants down. Right. So these are the first steps you already can take with your child. And do you first will pull the pants for him or yes. you will wait until he can do it himself? Oh, it depends a bit of the child. Okay. Yeah. Um, because uh, sometimes a child 
maybe not can pull it entirely to the ground, uh-huh. but it pulls on it anyway. Like I the see. child shows us that the will. Yes, yeah, the yeah. will to pull it down. Right. Okay. So then, of course, you can help your child. Okay. And uh, do you use a special potties for this? You can make it easy on yourself by <laughs> buying a potty with an inside. Yeah. So when you throw the the pee or the poop into the toilet, you don't have to do it with a whole potty, but just the inside that makes it easier for the parent, but also for the children because the children do it themselves and they cannot uh, do it with a whole potty. It's too heavy. It's too big. I will guarantee to you that the pee will end up on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you are going to let the child to take that insert and then dispose of his uh, poo and peep himself. Yes. That is very cool. And then the part they really love... Is to flush. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why they love to do that, because they love to flush. Right. And I can imagine because you do something and then something happens. You know, it's like pushing a button and then a light go off. Right, right. So you hear the sound, you see the water... That's like a party for a child. It's good to know that there is not such a thing as a, a Montessori potty, you know, like it's not a material. It's, you know, no. The potty is not a Montessori material. No. You just get a potty in, yes. in, in, like any other yeah. potty, you know. Yeah. Just... And then it's really good also for the parents to know that we let the children uh, throw their poop and pee in the toilet. Because I, I sometimes hear uh, parents say like, I always have this thing after peeing. They go cry. She she will cry and she will pull on the potty. Oh, really? And then we have to tell them, like, yes, we want them to do it by themselves. So if you're going to do that, right. <laughs> the, the child, of course, gets upset because it's part of the job of the child. Well, that is very insightful because not having a coherent, more disorderly learning environment at home and at the toddler's group it's going to matter a lot because if you are inconsistent, oh right, then yes. what happens is that your child is going to react at home yes. and you have no clue why. Yes, yes, definitely. So definitely. especially because they yeah. cannot express where the yes. problem is. Yes, and then they express their emotions with, with being frustrated. Yeah, frustrated. Because or... it's like, that's not the way we do it, yes. mama. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I understand. Well, So with the potty learning, it's very, very important that you are on the same page. Yeah. And I have to say, for me as well, as a parent, I was a bit like, oh, am I going to start with it? You know? It was it scary for you? I, yes, I thought it was scary because my daughter, who's older, she was in diapers for a long time until she was three. I see. And then she decided one day, like, she's not going to use a diaper anymore. Right. So I thought that is, that is the way. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, of course, she was already able to not use a diaper anymore. Because from the first day she said, I want to wear underpants, she was able to do that. Yeah. So now I really can can see that it's really nice for children yeah. to be able to pee and poop on a potty and yeah. not inside the diaper. Uh, the, uh, I was this weekend, I was outside somewhere and I heard a child who was already a big child 
say, I really have to poop. And then the mother says, yes, you can do it in your diaper. Oh, really? And I felt like this is so disrespectful. Do you want to poop in a diaper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give our children the chance to poop and pee in a potty. Right. So they can control this. They can learn to control this and not have to be stuck with their own poop. Yeah. So this is really something that changed my mind completely. Yeah, yeah. And what is the range that you see in the ability of children to master the potty learning? It depends on the child. Some children need more time and some children are really quick. But by the time they go to children's house, they are supposed to have mastered this skill? Well, the thing is that we cannot do it alone. If your child comes to the toddlers, yeah. we can help your child with the poly learning. But if you do it also at home at the same time, then the impact is going to be so much bigger. Yeah. So it also really depends on what you do at home. Right. I know a lot of parents are really afraid of their couch, of their car, you know, and I can understand. But um, it will take longer. Yeah. (laughs) And there are things you can do with, with your couch. You can, for a while, put something on top of it. You know, you can say like, I have this beautiful blanket. Can you feel it? It's really soft. Can you sit on it? You know, I mean, you can make something nice for your child and then not be so afraid of your couch all the time. And with the car, you can also put underpants on and then you put a diaper on top of that. So the child still feels when uh, she or he will get wet. Yeah. And that's really the point. Yeah. Well, I think... It's good to point out that we have this coach that has uh, workshops on toddlers for parents. And I suppose this person also in these workshops explains the whole aspect of potty learning. So the parents can also do it at home. And then probably because it's a workshop, then all their concerns can be addressed. Yes. And, uh, you know, because I can imagine that the guides don't have the time to go over these things with the parents. They need the support of the coach to bring up the parents up to speed, you know, because of course the parents can can look at, for example, the resource you mentioned and be a bit prepared. Yeah. But it helps so much when you have an expert and it's going to be hammering down your worries. Yes. And the the workshop is really, really great for this. Yeah. It can can really open your eyes. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, stay tuned for the next one in which Jasmine will continue talking about the practical details that a new parent wants to know before committing to join the Casa Toddlers group. And of course, feel free to drop me an email to casastories at casaschool.nl if you have any comments, questions or suggestions for improvement. ¡Hasta pronto! Together.